hello, and welcome to another episode of the Twist My Arm podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm your forever host and creator of the Twist My Arm network. For updates on all of your favorite Twist My Arm shows, just go visit www.twistmyarmpodcast.com. You can find all of the different shows we have to offer. Not just the interview shows like this one, but also Best Flicks with Ricky D, Sudden But Inevitable Rebop, Quest Me, Marvel Canon Madness Podcast, all sorts of other things. Just hit up twistmyarmpodcast.com. You can follow the TMA Podcast on Twitter by searching at twistmyarmcast, and we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for the Twist My Arm Podcast. We go live every Monday for the Marvel Canon Madness Podcast, every Friday for the Sudden But Inevitable Rebop, and most other days we're streaming games, trolling Twitter, um, or guesting on other podcasts, which, by the way... I'm going to be on an episode of Cheap Seat Reviews here in the next week or two. Uh, we're talking about Star Wars, Episode 3. Duh. I was made for that show. I'll be there. Um, so go ahead and uh, check out Cheap Seat. They've, they've been doing a Star Wars month, um, all month, doing a bunch of different Star Wars movies. And even before that, Jesse was on their show. Ricky was on their show. So go, uh, go check out Cheap Seat Reviews. Um, today, speaking of Ricky D., um, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D stops by the studio to have a conversation with uh, Denver Dark Rocker Sharon. Um, she was an awesome guest. We had so much fun talking about Denver music, uh, the difference of goth rock and dark rock, um, and a, a lot more. So we, we also got a chance to listen to her latest single. Um, it's called Diamond. It's off of the new album Morbid Illusions coming out May 28th. Um, that's a week from, well, no, I guess it's a, it's a little over a week from when this episode is dropping. Um, but make sure to check that out. Uh, Sharone again, S H A R O N E. Um, if you just search that on most of your social media outlets, you're going to find her information. And also if you go to the show notes of this particular show, you're going to find all the links to her, uh, to her social medias and, uh, Spotify's and stuff like that. Um, I do want to thank Sharon again for coming on and chatting with us. It was, again, it was, it was a wonderful time and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So please be sure to, uh, uh, check, check out everything Sharon, you know, listen to her new, uh, her new singles, listen to her new album when it comes out next week. Um, go give her a like and a subscribe or all those social media things. Um, and that's all I got. So, so I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stop talking now and I'm gonna get this show on the road and I hope all of you enjoy our chat with local Denver artist, Sharon. Um, so, first of all, how how do you pronounce your name? I keep saying two different things. I keep saying Sharon or Sharon. It's Sharon. I get Sharon all the time. Sharon. Though, so don't don't, don't okay. feel like awkward about it. I promise everyone makes that mistake. Well, and I thought I could have, I, I thought it was Sharon, but then there would be times where I was like, I, I think it's Sharon, but it might be Sharon. I don't know. <laughs> so thank you for clarifying. Um, yeah, no problem. And your, oh, there is Ricky. Let me, uh, there he is. Hello, Ricky. Hello. Hopefully 
Sharon can hear you. The altruistic pervert. <laughs> okay. Bro. <laughs> got it. Yeah, you got to change that, man. <laughs> uh, it worked at the moment. <laughs> that was funny. That was a fun episode. What, I mean, that same. was from the movie, right? Like, same. Yeah. So... <laughs> i thought that was your i thought that was your like screen name for a second so i was i was amused no it's from the movie we were talking about there was a character in it that i referred to as the altruistic pervert i love that <laughs> okay it was yeah it was a good time um well thanks for dropping in ricky, ricky yeah D from best flicks from with ricky d um i'm here with sharon she finally clarified for me that it is pronounced Sharon and not Sharon or Sharona or anything like that. It is Sharon. <laughs> oh, you know how many um, times in my life I've had people ask me about that Knack song? Yeah, I bet. I God bet. damn it, I hate that song. I hate yeah, that song. I've had Hey Mickey, You're So Fine sung at me by almost every person I've met for the past 30 years. Yep, same thing. <laughs> my, 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 Sharona from every single human. Yep, every time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's funny you say that because someone had posted that in our network chat <laughs> when I said we yeah. were interviewing. And I was like, I'm just not, I, I'm I'm assuming she's probably heard that you know once or twice in her life, so I'll try. Or like that. a million. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you originally from Denver? Um, for the most part, I was born in Israel, actually. Oh wow! Okay. And okay. I lived there until I was six, and then I moved to Denver. And what, I mean, what made you come to Denver was, did your parents just moved over and? Yeah, I didn't really have a say. I was a child, so. Sure, right, that makes sense. That makes sense <laughs> um, wow, have you ever, have you gone back or anything to, to Israel? I've gone or... back, I think I've gone back once or twice since then, but that's okay. about it. Do you still have family out there at all? Yeah, I do. They're all in bomb shelters right now, actually. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's... I know it's kind of a, a rough time right now over there, so... Oh, it always is. That's why we moved yeah. out there. It's, just, it's always something over there. Yeah. Um. Well, that's... I mean, it's. I didn't expect that. You kind of threw me for a loop there with my questions, but... <laughs> no, um... <laughs> Sorry. No, you're totally good. That's that's how I that's how it happens sometimes. When did uh so you've been here since you were six? Um, has it always been in Denver, or have you kind of moved around Colorado, or? So I lived in Denver from when I first moved to the states up until last fall. And last fall, I actually moved up to Cheyenne, Wyoming. Okay. Yeah. How that? I'm liking it. It's cheap, and I can drive on the highway at any point in the day without having to add an extra forty five minutes to my trip. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's got to be, that's got to be a little, little less stressful for sure, especially trying to write music and stuff. Oh yeah. I drive through Wyoming, Cheyenne, Wyoming, three times a week, so it's, it's a little kind of middle of the country, but it's also, like you said, cheap, and it looks like somewhere that you can kind of make a life. Yeah, exactly. It's cheap and it's calm and it's quiet and. That's kind of been nice for me right now. I think I've needed that. Yeah, for sure. I think we all need a little quiet sometimes. That's a, that's a fact. Um, so when did you first kind of find your love for music? When did you first start really, really getting into the, the songwriting and stuff like that? 
so my love for music's always been there. There's actually a video of me that my mom has from when I was like three or four years old where I'm um dressed up in a that you're gonna laugh at this. Just being who I am now, this is funny, but I was dressed up in like a pink princess dress with a crown and everything, and I was singing in Hebrew about this princess song. The song is basically I'm a princess. I I don't know. I think they dropped me on my head after that because something's changed after that. But um <laughs> oh, you gotta fix this. Let's just <laughs> Yeah. But I was like three or four years old and I'm singing in front of a piano dressed up as a princess. And that I think is the earliest recorded proof about my love for music. But I started playing piano when I was about six or seven, and then I started writing music when I was eight or nine. Nice. Yeah. So you've been like, what? Do you have any early? I, so, I'm I'm around the same time. I started playing piano around six, kind of writing music around ten, ten, eleven, something like that. And I wish I still had some of my old tapes of like trying to record on an old boombox with like a terrible mic from Radio Shack. And I wish I I wish I had some of those old tapes because I'm sure they are hilarious. Do you have anything like that? Oh, yeah, but you don't want to hear it, I promise. Well, I mean, it's (laughs) I I wouldn't I want to play some of your newer music, really. But (laughs) obviously some of the because you have an album coming out, too. So like we'll we'll discuss that a little later. But but like it's always it's always fun to go back. Do you ever go back and listen to it and kind of. Yeah, it's awful. Realize how much. Yeah, it's so <laughs> bad. It is. Um, what What did you start writing? Like, what kind of music did you start off with? It was always kind of the same stuff. So i I always liked playing in minor keys. I always liked writing dark music. There was like one song when I first started writing that was a little bit more poppy and in a major key and kind of happy and optimistic. Um, sure. But it was still called Apocalypse um so but I mean my music's always been kind of dark and always minor keys and kind of spooky spooky sad lyrics and um a a little bit melancholy and it always started out as like sad piano ballads and that's what I played for the longest time up until I started you know doing the full rock band thing sure and and you describe it as dark rock and excuse me for being like naive to this, but for me, I just kind of like listening to it. I would just assume that it's more, it's goth rock. So what would be yeah. the, the difference between a dark rock and a goth rock? It's both. Like, to be honest, the only reason I started calling it dark rock was because originally my music was just dark pop. And then I started, you know, doing the full rock band and playing with a full band. And so I just, kind of called it dark rock rather than dark pop okay. um, but sure. it is kind of gothic rock, rock for sure um, which I, I really enjoyed it's it's a lot of fun um, I went through and listened to like you have three albums well two albums and one about to release and then uh, I was reading on your website about you actually have three albums one of them is called Storm yeah. so I have and then yep Storm was my very first album that I released to release that one under um, Sharon in the Wind. When I first started playing with a full rock band, I tried to like name the band and make it like a real okay. band thing, but that didn't really work out. Um, <laughs> so 
So I do have one album under Sharon in the Wind, but it's okay. Yeah, it's not very good, so I, I... didn't move it over to my Spotify page. <laughs> okay, so then that was my next question: is can we find it anywhere? But but that that's okay. There is there is a <laughs> Spotify have... page um, for Sharon in the Wind, and Storm is on there, but I don't recommend listening to it. Listen to the the normal Sharon page to the Reflection what? and Encarnation of Nightmares albums. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is Storm it just is different or is it just kind of like it's just the quality. Well, wh- like why? so it's so it's oh, the okay. it's, it's, it's I wrote most of those songs when I was like seventeen years old. So they're okay. they're a little bit they're a little bit premature and the recording quality is just not good. So Okay. So all right. Well, look, I'm still probably gonna go listen to it, but <laughs> just because I, I That's like fine. To just don't judge me. I I warned you about it, so you can't Oh no judgment. You, you no can't words. judge me for it. Okay. I don't judge. Um, so tell us about like uh let's it's reflection and in in Sheridan? In Shidrian? I, can, I cannot pronounce I even I even so I I literally I have the I think in Shidrian is my favorite attempt at pronouncing that word correctly. And should read this okay. Um, it's called Enchiridion of Nightmares. See, and I was way off on that. I even have it like I went to the internet and like tried to find the actual pronunciation of this thing. I have it copied and pasted into my notes. That's I was so like, way off. What does Enchiridion mean? So, Enchiridion is basically a giant book of information about a specific subject. So since the album is kind of horror themed and every song has a horror element to it, um, the album's called Enchiridion of Nightmares. So it's basically just a giant collection of information about nightmares and horror stories. And, you know, like there are songs on the album. One is called Haunted House. One's called Graveyard. One's called Mirror Ghost. Um one's called zombie and it's every single song is themed by something related to horror so i thought it'd be a good generalized name for the record it's also an excellent word yeah (laughs) Yeah. i know i want to start trying to incorporate that in my day-to-day life what'd you say though in kidrian was that it Uh, and shiridian I think I said in 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 Sheridian. In Okay. I think that's one of my favorite attempts at pronouncing it. So that's good. Good job. I bet you did a lot of crazy attempts on that too. Oh yeah. Um so where did uh where did that inspiration come from to to do that kind of album? Like to did you pull from like any sort of literature or anything and you're just kind of doing at the time time i was just reading a bunch of you know like horror books and re-watching a bunch of old horror films that i really liked and i was writing about things that were kind of it was almost it almost felt like conspiracies in a way the things that i was writing about and i felt like the world was kind of conspiring against me and i that all that kind of tied into the literature that i was devouring at the time and it was all horror, so I felt really connected to it. So I wrote all the songs for that album in just a metaphorical tie to all the pieces of literature I was consuming. That's really cool. Um, do you write like all the all the instruments for the for the albums too, or do you have a band come in and help you out with that? Because you so, said you you now play with a rock band, but do you have like a permanent band or? 
Um, with Enchiridion and Reflection, I did. Um, I still wrote the parts and the songs, and I gave demos, and but everything had, everything was changed. Um, mm-hmm. between when I first wrote it and when the final recordings were made, because I did have a permanent band. Um, with Morbid Illusion, I do not currently have a permanent band, and it was the first time that I really sat down and wrote every single instrument from the bones to the skin. I wrote every piece of the drums, the bass, the guitar, both guitars, the piano, the strings, the synths, the lyrics, the vocal melodies, the harmonies, the risers, the effects. I mean, everything. This is the first album wow. that I did 100%. It's been a weird experience. It's It was a lot of work. It was stressful. I I sacrificed a lot to make more of an illusion. I, everything just kind of got turned upside down, but it was worth it. I'm really proud of how it came out. That's such a hard thing to do as well with when you're an artist, like when you're trying to write a whole album from scratch. Cause you just, I, I mean, I've done that. I've been there and that's why I don't do it anymore because it's so hard. I commend you so much for being able to, to finish it. Like I got a five song demo out of it and I was tired of trying to write all the instruments, you know? So it's, yeah, it's, it's incredible <laughs> that, that like you went through with it. That's uh I'm very impressed. That's awesome. And the singles are great. Did you record all the instruments as well? Thank you. Um, yeah, so I we, we kind of did all the instruments. Um, I had fill-in musicians to protract the instruments. I just don't really trust myself to protract. I can I can play guitar and bass just fine, but I'm I'm a little self-conscious about my abilities. So <laughs> I always have my friends protract for me. Um I think I think most people are for sure. <laughs> So, yeah, but I mean, we record because of, you know, quarantine and COVID and everything, um, all the instruments were recorded in our houses and sent over to my producer. And when the time came around, I just went down to his studio for like five days or so, I think five or six days or something like that, where I just went down there and recorded all the vocals on top of the instruments. Nice. Um, And you recently just signed with Devil Inside Records out of Pittsburgh, right? Yes. Um. Last spring, actually, just before COVID hit, I signed a contract with them. That's super. How So how is joining that label, how does that make this recording process different from any other process? Although, I mean, it's already different because you recorded all the instruments, but was there a lot of support from there? Like, how does, you know, like, did you get support from the record? So the recording process didn't really change based on signing with DI. Um, the recording process was just different because of COVID. Um, sure. Normally, you know, you, you like book two weeks in a studio and you go in and mm-hmm. you just knock the album out and it's over. But yeah. this album was like a six, seven month process to create and record. And it was just super different from anything I've done before this. Um, none of that had to do with DI. DI has actually been incredibly supportive of everything. I mean, like I said, um, in creating this album and writing this album, my my whole life turned upside down. And I mean, DI was just incredibly supportive of the changes, and they understood. Like, you know, I had to do everything myself, and they were super patient, super understanding, and it was just amazing. They they've been great. Heck yeah! Um, are they your first label at all, or is this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, man, how 
how was that? Because they seem like a pretty big deal. I went and kind of looked, you know, looked around it at some things with Devil Inside, and they, they seem like a pretty big deal, and they're getting bigger. Um, what was that like? I mean, to to sign a, a label with someone as as someone that's been in music for so long, isn't that kind of like the dream for the most part? It was pretty cool. It was actually weird the way it happened. I so they had sent me an email. Um, right after I went on tour out on the East Coast, um, I played actually with one of their uh, bands on their label, um, Dematis, and they're out of uh, Pittsburgh. So I, that's how they heard about me. And they sent me an email um, when that tour was announced and basically gave me the opportunity to sign with them. And wow. I was kind of I was kind of skeptical because I, I I kind of ignored it because you know you get a bunch of spam emails and people trying to make money off you and say do A B and C and we'll do this and this for you but you got to pay us money. Yeah. I got a bunch <laughs> of those you know so I I kind of ignored it and brushed it off but they they kept bugging me. <laughs> um, so that name was always kind of in my head. So I looked them up and I saw at one point they were looking for new artists to take on. So I finally reached out to them and said, hey, like, I've heard a lot about you. I've heard a lot from you. Um, is this like for realsies? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, yeah, and that my option to sign was still open if I wanted it. So um, I said, you know what, let's give it a shot. And yeah, I signed with them last spring and it's been over a year now and they've been amazing. Hell yeah. Um, ob and obviously COVID has ruined a lot of things um but are they canceled my tour twice man twice yeah oh, god so so much music has been i'm uh it just it ruins i don't want to talk about it this bit. is this is too much <laughs> yeah. all right all right moving on so looking ahead though <laughs> um i'm are you going on any tours later this year or anything of um nothing's been rescheduled yet i okay. don't have like i said i don't have a permanent band right now so i'm not really sure what the live side of this project is going to be at least in the near future um sure. i'm not sure about tours or anything like that i do have a couple shows down in denver that have been going on i'm playing down there at the uh, oriental theater in uh july july 16th yeah yeah but and other than looks, that it looks like you're playing with trapped and smile empty soul no i'm not <laughs> oh no is that an old one okay yeah, that was so. I was I was originally supposed to play that show, and then it got rescheduled because of COVID. But then I dropped it because you know trapped. Because trapped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just. It's impressive that I'm seeing band names that I'm that I know and that I grew up with. <laughs> I don't have much of an opinion on them either way. Oh but my god, it's still our, kind of impressive. Our friend Evan uh, has this feud with Trapped on Twitter. <laughs> Everyone has a feud with Trapped on Twitter right now. <laughs> like, no joke. They they have gone back and forth on Twitter just about how terrible they are. <laughs> and just like, and not not like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not bashed on music, but like the people. <laughs> like, they're yeah. just, their music the is just fine. Guys. Yeah. But I can't, you know, like, I, I saw that stuff explode on Twitter and I, I was already scheduled to play a show with them. So I just kind of dropped it. Ugh. Yeah, so I, didn't, I didn't really want to. I didn't really want to support them. Didn't really want to sell tickets for them. So I just dropped the right. show. Right, Smile Empty Soul though. I haven't really. I haven't heard them in a long time. I hung out with them in Omaha once a long time ago, and they were they were really nice guys. Um, but 
you know, <laughs> what can you do? Um, so you said you have a show at Oriental. Do you have any other shows coming up? Other than That's that one? the only one scheduled at the moment. Okay. Um, but your album, Morbid Illusion, comes out May 28th, correct? Yeah, it's in like two weeks. <laughs> Holy cow. I um, know. That's exciting. And you have a few singles off the album, right? Four of them, yes. Okay. So the one that the one that I listened to the most, um, and and what do you think? Do you, do you think we could play your song Diamond on the show? We can do that. Yeah, that's okay. the that was the final single from the album. It yeah, just came out. God, when did it come out? Everything's blurring together. I want to say it came <laughs> out at the beginning of April. Okay. Does that sound right? I I think so. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm pretty sure. I've caught the last two or three singles, so I know. Yeah, it's got it's a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah, so all right, cool. Well, let's let's play that. I'll play that right now. Uh, this song is called Diamond. It's off the latest release coming out May 28th, Morbid Illusion by, uh, oh my God, I almost did it again, Sharon. <laughs> you did it. You got it.
So I have something here. It's a line from your song. It's it's part of the chorus. Even in the rough, we know there's a diamond, and that's why we keep on digging. Otherwise, we'd never find it. I love that line. Um, first of all, I think it's it's uh, it's a really good. I don't know. It's it's poignant. You know what I mean? Thank but you. Can you tell us a little bit of where that came from? Um, give us a little insight on on Sharon's writing process. Yeah. So I I actually start even though that was the last single from the album, it was. I started writing that song over a year ago and I was in this kind of awful relationship and with my drummer actually. Huh. And it was, yeah, it was a weird time, but you know, I kept trying to tell myself that, you know what, it's fine. Like, even though this sucks, like, I know there's gotta be some good here. Otherwise, like we wouldn't have been together this long. And I was trying to, I was really trying to find the optimistic side of, everything terrible that was going on and I was trying to keep my focus on the positives and that's where the song came from it's you know like even though every day is a battle and every day sucks there's got to be something good here and I've got to hang on and I've got to try to see the good in this and just stay optimistic and that's basically where the song came from (laughs) I love it um I love those I love getting that little bit of you know just the the insight on how things are born, how songs are born, because a lot yeah. of times it's not what people think, you know. Yeah. Um, and speaking of insight, you yesterday had posted that there's going to be a new video based on Morbid Illusions coming out. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I'm actually working on a behind the music kind of video, almost like a track by track, kind of doing the same thing where. I'm just going to talk a little bit about each song and where it came from and how the album was created and things like that. Nice. That'll be cool. (laughs) Behind the music. I always remember behind the music is like, and that's when tragedy struck. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My favorite one is uh, Pink's Behind the Music on YouTube. It's beautiful. I, I I don't think I've ever seen it. Is it? Oh, I highly recommend it. It's so good. Okay. Okay. She's, uh, I'm one sure of, she's had a pretty interesting life. Oh, yes. One of my first albums was Misunderstood. Oh, yes. <laughs> Family Portrait was on that one, right? Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, wow. Throwing it back, Ricky D. Mm. <laughs> For real. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, like, so listening listening to your music, um, it seems like it's 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 uh there's a lot of operatic inspiration there um yeah so actually what's funny is i get that a lot and i don't really listen to opera but um growing up my you know my favorite band was evanescence and evanescence kind of inspired me to start my own rock band and she always kind of had this operatic element to her voice amy lee absolutely um and i kind of you know when i was listening to them when i was a kid i kind of I I almost like mocked her singing when I was singing. I covered lithium when I was really young. And I, I found that area of my voice through singing Evanescence. And I didn't, you know, I I didn't take vocal lessons or anything to discover that. I just, you know, I, I, you know, I I was singing along to Evanescence and I, I I tried to make myself sound like her and that's what came out. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, and that's not bad either because she's a wonderful singer and you are a wonderful singer as well. And you sing properly. It's not like, you know, you hear a lot of singers out there that really, really strain their voice to try and fit a, a certain persona or, or a certain sound or something. But it seems like, you know, your voice just comes so natural. So even though, you know, you might have quote unquote copied, it kind of seems like it was still, you know, you, you have your own version of that. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it took me a few years and a lot of practice and a lot of experimentation. But even though that's where I started, um, I definitely took, I definitely found my own voice in doing so. Yeah. And that's awesome. Any, any other inspirations other than Evanescence? Musically mm-hmm. or vocally? Yeah, yeah, any other? Vo- a ton. Either one. Yeah. I mean, I grew up listening to artists like Pink. I mean... Yeah. Pink was one of my favorite artists growing up. I listened to a lot of pop. I listened to Celine Dion actually a lot as a kid too, and Bonnie Tyler and things like that. Um, that was my mom's go-to in the car music, Celine Dion and Bonnie Tyler kind of stuff, you know. Oh my God. <laughs> so, I listened to a lot of that stuff growing up. I listened to Pink a lot. Christina Aguilera was a big one. I loved pop music when I was a kid. I still do. I still love pop music. Um, and that's where you know a lot of my kind of songwriting inspiration comes from. You'll hear like a lot of my songs are very pop structured. That's the music that I enjoy. It's catchy. It's fun. Absolutely, and it, and that's what it, music should be fun, right? Exactly. Um, so we were talking a little bit about shows and tours and stuff earlier. Um, if you could pick your dream tour lineup, who would you want to tour with? Yes, I love this question. I just answered this question actually <laughs> in an interview I did a couple weeks ago. This is my favorite question to nice. answer because I've had this I've had this lineup built in my head forever and I'm waiting for the day nice. it like grows into fruition. I'm okay. So it's me basically opening for four bands as a touring bill and it's with headlining obviously Evanescence and then Hailstorm in this moment okay. New Year's Day. Oh and my then god, me. okay. All of those bands. That'd be like they're all right, awesome. like that'd be the best tour ever. <laughs> heck yeah oh man in this moment i haven't listened to them in a long time yes yes yeah, they're so good that. that's great yeah, yeah. um well <laughs> that's that would be quite the show for sure we'll start we'll start a, a twitter rally with all of our twitter friends and... will you please <laughs> start i'm like I'm, 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 oh, I'm serious we can like, do it <laughs> oh we, we can start a twitter rally for sure <laughs> um Let's see. Let me thanks, let me run through my notes out. here. I, I appreciate that. Oh, uh, I've got I've got a quick question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the album art on your website, and for the first one that I'm seeing, Storm, it looks kind of independent and like uh, you know, it's just it's a little basic. And then you move forward up to like reflection and fade away, and especially can we pretend? And these look like amazing album art pictures. So what has evolved about your album art? Are you working with somebody else or how? Yeah. These have gotten amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I've worked with a few different artists as I've kind of been, as I've been doing this. I mean, I've I've met a bunch of different people and I've had a a bunch of different artists work on the graphic design as I've kind of been moving along. Um, the very the very first one, Storm. Um, my old friend Nick created that artwork, 
Um, it was a photo that my friend uh, Quincy took way back in the day. He went by Spooky at the time. Um, okay. But um, he, yeah, he took the photo and then um, my old friend Nick did the graphic design and that was kind of a collaboration in that sense. But since then I've, I've worked with a bunch of different, you know, photographers and graphic designers and done different collaborations and also, you know, gained my own ideas that I kind of passed along to them as we were working on them. And yeah, a bunch of cool stuff came out from it. I remember when you used to go to Walmart or Target and they had all of the different band posters, like all rolled up in that <laughs> bin. And there's a couple of these that would make really good posters. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you have any poster merch or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm actually nice. selling a poster uh, with the Morbid Illusion album bundle. Nice. That is wonderful. I need to, I'm going to definitely hit up your show in July at Oriental. A, because I want to see some good goth rock, and B, because I want to see a goddamn show. <laughs> I got vaccinated today, so I looks like I'm ready to get out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Sharon, so I have one more thing. It's our twist my arm lightning round where I ask you a couple of this or that questions. You game? Yes. Okay, it's I promise it's not it's just pop culture stuff. It's it's honestly for the network. There's uh there's a few different podcasts on our network and we all we all kind of talk crap to each other, you know, about which is better. So we like to talk to our guests and do a lightning round with them so they can prove to us which one is better. <laughs> All right. So here we go. You ready? Uh, yes. Okay. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Oh, yes. Duh. Okay. <laughs> anime or no anime? Anime. Okay. All right. Tool or Blink-182? Tool, all the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. I know the, the popular answer is Lord of the Rings, but goddammit, I love Harry Potter. Uh, what yeah. is your Harry Potter house? Gryffindor, duh. Gryffindor? Yeah. Uh, got a What's yours, over Ricky? Here. Slytherin. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Are you a Slytherin? Oh, we might I have am. problems. Okay. I'd probably just be a measly little Hufflepuff or something, you know. Just See, I, I like Hufflepuff guys. too. You can get behind Hufflepuff. There you go. Okay, touring or writing? Is both an okay answer? <laughs> yes, we will accept both. That is fine. Okay. Okay, and I have one more. Last okay. but not least, Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles? Dude, Ninja Turtles. Okay. All right. Ninja Excellent. turtles all the way. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a big tally with all of our different answers at the end of the year here, and uh, <laughs> I'll have to let everybody know. Okay. Um. But awesome. So, thank you so much. Um. For just coming and hanging out. I don't. I don't have much else. Um. In my notes here. Uh. But I would like to, just have you, um. Give us the the best way to find you, to find your music, um, all that stuff, all, all your plugs. Yes. So Morbid Illusion, again, comes out and I don't know when this is going to be posted, but it comes out May 28th. 
Um, there's four singles out already from the album with music videos for each one on YouTube. Um, you can just search Sharon and you should be able to find it. Um, and that's like Sharon with an E at the end, but don't call me Sharon, otherwise we're in our problems. Um, but everything's on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, all the other streaming platforms. I kind of lost track of how many there are these days, but I know I'm on most of the big ones. So you should be able to find the music if you just search your own on just about anything. Other than that, um, there's merch bundles with t-shirts, posters, new stickers, the CDs, and I'm throwing in lyric sheets with all the merch bundles on my website, which is sharon-music.com. And those will all be mailed out the week the album comes out, that Monday the 24th. And otherwise, again, Morbid Illusion is out May 28th, and I'm so damn proud of this album, and I can't wait for everybody to hear it. Heck yeah. I am definitely excited to hear it myself. Um, <laughs> well, thank you again so much for coming and hanging out. Of course. Um, thank you, guys. I, I try not to make these too crazy or anything like that. Uh, but... All right. Thank you again for listening to the TMA podcast. We had a ton of fun talking with Sharon and would love to have more people um, come on for chats like this. Um, if you're a musician, a podcaster, an artist, if you're a business owner or you just have some really cool stories you'd like to talk about, hit me up at uh, twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com and we can get you on the show. Uh, you can also visit www.twistmyarmpodcast.com and drop us a line on there. Um, there's a little section to leave us a message. So, um, you can, I mean, hell, if you're feeling squirrely, you can go to 508-93-TWIST. Just call that number, 508-93-TWIST, and you can leave us a voicemail. Um, be sure to follow everything Sharon uh, on Twitter at Sharon underscore music, facebook.com slash Sharon dot official, and on Instagram, Sharon underscore official. Those are all going to be in the show notes. So, um, if you're listening to this show and you want to go check it out just go click on any of those links and it's going to take you straight to uh sharon and her pages um and be sure to check out that new album morbid illusions coming out may 28th um it's about a week from from the show dropping so um if you're into you know like an like evanescence and uh kind of got more goth rock and stuff I, I really think you're going to enjoy sharon's music um i definitely like it so it's uh I'm excited for the album to come out. Um, also, be sure to like and subscribe to All Things Twist My Arm for updates on all of your favorite shows and our upcoming projects, including PodCon 2021. That's right. We're doing a little podcast convention. Um, it's going to be a ton of fun, so be sure to sign up for that at uh, twistmyarmpodcast.com slash TMAPodCon21. And you can sign up to either speak or um, just come and listen or whatever you want to do. Um, but come hang out. I think we're planning for August on that. So for more information, just uh, go to twistmyarmpodcast.com. Thank you all again for joining us on this week's episode of the Twist My Arm Podcast. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking with Mr. Randy from the Grolix Podcast out of Omaha. It's uh, I'm excited to have him on. Him and I have been friends for years, and he's had a podcast for twice as long as I have, and he's pretty good at what he does. So I'm excited to get him on. Um, once again, my name is Josh, your forever host and creator of the Twist of Arm Network. I want you all to have a great week, 
and we're going to talk to you very soon. 